0: I'm Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage podcast, a journey to business ownership. In this podcast, we'll talk about how to make that journey more fun, more rewarding, hopefully more profitable, as well as tips for staying away from potholes, dead ends, traps, and washed-out bridges. We well, hope you join us. Welcome to episode number twenty-seven: The Systems Approach to the Snow Globe. Last time we talked about the 2020s like being in a snow globe. Everything keeps getting shook up. About the time you think everything's settled down, you know what you got and you know where you're going. Somebody picks the dang thing up and shakes it again, and everything's up in the air one more time. Last episode, we talked about ways that you can kind of get your feet back on the ground and re engage and go after it. But it's that re engagement, it's how you rewrite, how you regroup and how you refresh what you're doing that's important. And I think a systems approach is a good way of doing it. A couple episodes ago, we talked about a systems approach, and we talked about systems thinking. And before we get too much further along and talk a little bit more deeply about systems thinking, let's think about how to apply systems thinking to our current situation. Systems are made up of actions that influence other things that make things happen it's a it's a it's an action and influence and a reaction and an action and an influence and a reaction and sometimes there's a delay in there remember we talked about how you adjust the temperature for your shower you turn it on really hot and then you turn it on too cold and then you go back and forth until you learn the system and how that system works and how you operate in that system well, now's a good time to do the same thing with your business. That action in a situation that influences things that happen, you may not be thinking of how you are approaching the COVID-19 crisis or the coronavirus or whatever crisis you might be having in your business or whatever excitement. You don't have to call it a crisis. It's not necessarily a bad thing. Maybe it's a good thing. You are making reactions. You're doing things and they're either supporting where you want to go or they're limiting how to get there. Like any system, all of the parts affect themselves. There's an act, there's a behavior, there's a new situation, the situation does result. So how do you support the change when some of the results that you get from actions cause things to go worse? Or there's something that holds you back from doing the new situation because there's a counter loop or instead of a reinforcing behavior, there's a behavior that attenuates or turns down the information or what it is that you're trying to do. Think about how, you know, we've all been in the department store or the electronic store or the whatever store, and you can sure tell if they're working by commission or if they're just a salesperson. Because if they're working by commission, they jump on you like a duck on a June bug as soon as you walk in the door because they want to be the first person to talk to you. So if you buy a knickknack or a $10,000 living room suit, they get credit for the sale. So the people in the business have put together a system and that system rewards those salespeople for being aggressive and making sure they reach out and touch people quickly and frequently if they're going to buy something. And that's a positive thing because the salespeople are incented to sell things. But there's a counter loop to that for people like me. If I'm going into the furniture store, I used to have a wallpaper and interior design firm. I'm pretty good at picking stuff out. I really don't need your help. And I sure as heck don't need you in my hip pocket while I'm walking around the store looking around. If I go someplace and I've got somebody on me like a a leech... I'm going to walk out because I don't want to play. Now, there's some segment of the population that that way. And if you look at the system that you put in place as that business owner, what you're trying to stimulate is sales behavior, but there's a counter loop or a counter process that's going on that some people don't want to be dealt with that way. As much as you try to drive sales and you get more aggressive and more aggressive with your sales force, the more resistance or pushback that you're going to get from people that are in the store that don't want to have someone in their hip pocket. Every time you do something in a system, it influences the behavior in the system, and there might be a delay from when you make the change until you see what actual behavior you're getting out of the system. But you need to look at that system and think in terms of the system, how your system works. I would highly recommend that you write down your business processes, put them on paper, flowchart them, swim lane. There's a bunch of different ways of doing it so that you can look to see how things are supposed to go, how you want them to go, and get really granular about how you do that. Because that system is the system that you're trying to influence or the system that you're trying to change by the changes that you want to make to deal with the current business environment. And it doesn't have to be the corona environment. It can be a change in your market. It can be a change in the in the situation that you're in, in terms of your, your retail space. It can be a number of things. And the lower level of detail that you use to analyze what it is that you do the better chance you're going to have at making tweaks and understanding what happens when you make those tweaks. The law of unintended consequences can always jump up and bite you. So if you diagram that system and you put the system in place and then start monitoring it, then when you start making changes, because remember in a system there's a delay, just like the shower. You turn the knob, the water doesn't go to that temperature immediately. There's a little bit of a delay. And in a systems thinking process, it's kind of, it's a, it's, a, it's a driver-driven question. When you make a change on the temperature of the shower, is your hand affecting the temperature or is the temperature affecting your hand? Because you can think about it either way. You can say, I'm the driver. I'm twisting it hotter. I'm the driver. The hand is operating the knob, not the water. But the other way of looking at it is you test the water and you see it's too cold. The water causes your hand to make the move. And that's the thing about systems is everything is interrelated. When you do something, there's influence in both directions. And understanding what those influence points are will help you remodel your business if you take a systems approach during our snow globe year let's take the nerds to go business for example what we do is we dispatch uh, somebody to go out to a person's house that's got a computer problem they diagnose the computer problem they select two solutions to give to the client so they can say here here's the you know we can we can put a new hard drive in and add a bit of memory and it'll speed it up and it'll be fine or maybe it's uh, look this computer's six years old and you can spend money to upgrade this one but really it's time for you to get a new computer and we've got those available that you can get that new computer After you develop the solutions, then you apply the solution and you get paid. Simple process, right? Well, from a systems thinking standpoint and a COVID-19 coronavirus standpoint or other perturbation to your business, how would you go about looking at that system? we got a new environment. When we dispatch somebody, when a nerd is going to go to someone's house to fix the computer, do we ask them ahead of time? would you prefer that we come and pick your computer up and we'll bring it back to the store? And it's a touchless transfer so that when we give it back to you, it's bagged up and disinfected and we disinfect it when we take it. And so we don't have to come into your house uh, in if, if you've got somebody at risk from COVID-19, we can get your computer fixed, but we don't have to be there. Or maybe when somebody calls, you say, you know, that's the kind of a problem that we can fix remotely. Let us send you the software so that you can install your uh, securely on your computer a way for us to remote into the computer. Maybe we don't dispatch somebody at all. We've got a system in place here, but maybe we can make some changes to the way we dispatch a nerd out there to that thing. Do you want to have somebody in your house? Do you want us to pick it up, or can we do it remotely? Remotely. so the way we do a dispatch thing may change and I may need to look at the way we do that process and see how it influences the behavior of customers to see if our dispatch system's working better diagnosing the computer problem right now a lot of people are working from home they got kids at home part of the diagnosis uh, now really needs to look at their network capacity how much wireless speed do they have? How much wireless signal strength do they have? There's an additional component to diagnosis because the environment in the home has changed. Whereas before, maybe in the evening, you had three or four cell phones connected to the network and one smart television because dad's watching the NBA game. Now you've got Kids doing homework on computers. Kids doing schooling on computers. Mom and dad are probably home. They're working remotely. You've still got the Amazons and the ring doorbells and all those echo things going on in the house. So bandwidth and wireless speed have become very important because there's a new stress. Maybe we need to change the way we do that diagnosis to more closely align with what the market's doing now. And then that will, in turn, affect the solutions that we offer. Maybe we find out that their computer's not that slow. The problem is that their internet connection is slow. And by changing the way we do the diagnosis, we're better able to serve our customers in the complex environment that we're in right now because people are really relying on the computers. Another part of the diagnosis now might really lean into the security aspects because because the business that sent Mom and Dad at home and they're connecting through a VPN the business risk for that business has grown exponentially because their threat service is a great deal larger now not not only do they have to worry about the internet perimeter, if you will, around the business, that lawyer or that real estate agent or that title guy or or that mortgage rider is sitting at home. And last week, the business didn't need to worry about the Internet of Things devices that are connected to the network because they didn't have any. Well, now, if they've got somebody connecting to the office from their home, that home network environment is part of the risk profile. Maybe when we do the diagnosis and we look for solutions, we include that by finding out how many people do you have working from home? Is there any sensitive data being transferred? Maybe you need a secure environment. Again, looking at the process and looking at the delay and seeing what the outcome is as you push on these things. Think about this. Something as simple as how we get paid. We carry little credit card readers. Okay, do we hand the credit card reader to the, um, to the client in COVID-19 times or they could touch it? And do they want to touch it after we touch it? If we hand it to them, are they nervous about us handing them something because it's a physical contact thing in COVID-19? So something as simple as the payment process, let's look at that process and how we do it. Maybe what we do is we take a picture of the credit card and we'll hand into the credit card instead of swiping it. So it's a touchless system where the customer is not having to handle our card reader. We're not having to handle the customer's card. It's a touchless system. There are options for the system and how that system is going to work that's going to influence the way people behave and the way the employees behave. Ask good questions. Look at those questions and bump those questions up against the processes and systems. And I mean every one that you've got. Anything that you do repeatedly needs to be written down in diagrams so that you can think about it in terms of a system. So that when you make changes, you've got a sense of how those changes are going to flow downhill and influence the further steps in the process and gives you an opportunity to go back and measure how you're doing against those when you do make those system changes. In 2020, we're living in the snow globe, and we're trying to make changes in our business to either thrive or survive in this environment that we now are in with changes in the demand for our services, changes in the nature of the services we need to do, changes in the way we get paid. So after you've rewritten what you're going to do and you've reengaged to go do it, put your business systems in place on paper so that you can start thinking about that system from Beginning to end and think about the changes or the tweaks that you need to make to that system, thinking of it as a system. How does the dispatch of a nerd to someone's home change from when they call us to when we collect payment? And what are the things that we need to do that affect one step or the next so that we can put the systems and processes in place that we're thinking about the system instead of individual parts? In the coronavirus example that I gave, that whole business process is demonstrating a concern for the consumer's health so that our clients aren't worried that we're going to make them sick and they're not uh, and the nerds not worried that they're going to get sick by going to people's homes. But you need to look at it from a systems process because you may find out that people don't want to be reminded of that. And in McKinney, Texas, everybody's so sick of wearing masks that if you wear a mask, they just look at you like you're a numbnut. nut. Well, what are you doing? Just mask, really? Look at the system. Think of it as a system. Change it as a system. And look at how the things are connected. And that way, we can survive the snow globe year of 2020. I'm Woody huff This is the Owner's Voyage podcast. Thanks for joining us.